Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi everyone, John here and welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. I want to talk to you about people or process. Now it's a very common discussion point or topic in my industry certainly where there are two camps. One camp, which is normally the very customer facing type of person, the salesman type of person, where they state that the most important part about a business is the people, it's the staff, it's the interaction with the customer, it's the interaction with your clients. And then there's another type of person, normally the very techie type of people, the IT geeky type of people that say, that's all well and good having the people, but you need the processes to back it up. Now, for me, I don't think it's a simple answer of people or processes. I'm going to fence it a little bit here because I think it's a mixture of both. And I'm going to talk to you and give you a couple of reasons why in a a couple of real life examples. Firstly, I just want to define what a process is because some people might have a rough idea what a process is. Some people might have never heard of a process or they might call it something else. But to me, a process is simply it's a system of working. It's a way of improving your business, making you more efficient or making you more effective. And that can happen in a number of ways. It can be a written down procedure that people have to follow. It could be software. It could be automation. It could even be um, machinery that you've bought. If it's in another industry, an engineering industry, for example. But the purpose of a system or a process is it has to be a way of working to make you more efficient and more effective. So having said that, what are the advantages of having good staff in your business? Now, some of these are very obvious. Some of them might not be. Um, But the advantage of having really, really good, highly trained staff is that they improve the current systems. So the obvious one of we have a systemized business today. We recruit the best talent and staff available that are out there. The staff come in, have a look at the systems, look at the way we operate. And then ideally, in an ideal world, they will come back in a week, a month or whatever, and they will suggest some improvements to those systems. And because they are using those systems on a day to week to month basis, no doubt they will be some really, really good improvements, which will in turn make us even more efficient and more effective. So people can also adapt um, to the current systems as well in the current way of working. So they might have come out from a, a, a different type of industry, And again, if you've got some really, really good training and development processes in your business, then people coming out from a different industry into your business, they don't have to have the technical skill or the technical ability. They can just slot into your your organization and sort of hit the ground running. We also like promoting or like recruiting from outside the industry because inevitably we find that they bring some really, really good ideas externally from other industries and we can implement them into into our business. Now, the disadvantage of having staff or the disadvantage of having poor performance staff, because let's face it, the argument is a little bit circular in that people say if you have the best processes, they are more important than than average staff. But also the people on the other side say, well, if you've got the best staff in the world, it's better than having average processes. I think we need to sort of compare apples with oranges here and it'll be a little bit fair because I don't know a single organisation in the world that has foolproof processes but equally, I don't know one that has foolproof and, you know, the staff are absolutely performing and they're the best people in their industry. So fair's fair. If we're going to talk about what 
really good staff and processes bring to the business, then we need to talk about the converse side. So we need to talk about what not well-motivated staff bring to the business and what poor processes with holes in, what, how do they affect your business? So poor staff, what do they bring? Well, obviously, um, they can break the systems or they can not follow the systems, which again will in turn lead to you know, poor customer service, and it can be quite dangerous if, if they don't follow them. If you've got bad staff, it can demotivate um, your team. And there was a, a really good article that came out a few years ago now, and I think it was uh, one of the Harvard Business Reviews that said, they interviewed thousands and thousands of staff, and they said, if we could give you one thing that would make you better at your job, what would it be? Would it be more money? Would it be more holidays? Would it be um, more people to work with? Would it be um, more machinery? What would it be? 70% of people came back and said, give me better colleagues. And it actually stands to reason that if you've got better colleagues, then you're going to be better yourself because you're going to surround yourself by better people and you'll raise your game. I don't know about you, but when I played rugby, one of the things I absolutely hated was if the forwards were performing really well and the backs were dropping the ball all the time and knocking it on, it would really demotivate us as a, as a pack, as a, as a forward unit. And I think that's exactly the same in business. If you're a six-person team and you and, and two of your colleagues are performing really well, and three of your colleagues are not performing well, how demotivated are you? It's a little bit like thinking, well, what's the point of me trying because those three aren't and we're not getting the results as a team and we're failing as a team because they're not giving the very best that they can give. So again, if you've got poor performing staff or even one or two performing, poor performing staff, if you don't manage them correctly, it can have a very demotivating effect on the team. I've also found out, and this is from bitter personal experience, and again, I'll always be completely brutally honest in these podcasts, is that if you have bad staff or one bad apple, then dishonesty can set in into your business. And we've had it in such a way that uh, a non-performing staff member has been dishonest, they've faked forms or they haven't completed forms, and we've only found that out later on. So it's all well and good seeing having the best person or the best people on the team and having the best processes, but in reality, it never really works like that. You're always going to have your A players and your B players or your rock stars and your worker bees, as, as we like to call it. So your processes. What does having an absolute top-notch process bring to your business? Well, one thing, it will deliver consistent results day in, day, day in, get my teeth in, day in, day out, week in, week out. So having those consistent results will then lead to exemplary customer service. And that will hopefully lead to repeat customers or people shouting about how great you are, and then you'll get business off the back of that. It will also lead to you becoming more efficient and more effective in squeezing every little bit of income out of those efficiencies in the business. That will eventually lead to some pretty severe cost savings, which again goes on your bottom line, because that's what business is about. We're not in this game. Yes, it's really nice to see all the fluffy things to serve the customer, to add value, but the definition of a business has to make profit. If it doesn't make profit, then you can't add value because you're not going to be there to, to operate. So a business needs to make a profit. Cost savings, efficiencies and effectiveness, although having really, really good superior processes will make you money. Now, the disadvantage of not having um, a really good robust procedure um, is that it can be complicated. So again, a poor procedure nine times out of 10 is overcomplicated. People don't follow it because it's too complicated. People don't follow it because it might have holes in it. So the process might take you to a certain point and then there might be a gap and then it might pick up again. 
Um, and it's not all encompassing for, for that particular system or way of working. A lot of processes are also very, very rigid as well. So again, I'll give you a really good example for, for all the letting agents and estate agents out there. So some of the big corporates, I'm not going to mention any names, that we deal with, when we know that we're going up against them, we absolutely know 100% we will get that, that piece of business. And the reason is this, they are not allowed to reduce their fee below a certain amount because they've got shareholders and stakeholders that they've got to report back to. That's great for us because we know that if we price that properly right, it will fly out the door in a matter of days, if, if weeks, if we're, we're unlucky, and we will earn a one, one and a half percent fee or whatever. But we know that the corporates are not allowed, their process is too rigid, they're not allowed to come below 1.6, 1.75, sometimes even, even 2%. So again, having too rigid a process is detrimental to your business. Business, you need to be pragmatic. You need to be fluid. There are times where you've got to stick to your process, as in your, your pricing structure, but there are also sort of times where you've got to have that little bit of pragmatism and say, right, well, I can't go below 1.1%, but if I can drop it from 1.5 to 1.25, I'll get the business. Can I do it? So again, it could be a case of just reducing that lower level of what you're allowed to reduce your, your markup to or your, your commission structure in order to get that business. I also believe that when we rely too much on procedures and too much on, on bad procedures in particular, it takes all out the human element. It takes all out the interaction and the rapport building, the relationship building with the customer. Um, again, if you, if, you want to, if you want to be in this business in the real estate or estate agency, it's all about people because you're dealing with people, whether you're a letting agent or a estate agent on a day-to-day -day basis. You value it. You're getting the valuations in. You're negotiating deals, you're negotiating sales, it's the follow-up, it's the aftercare service, it's the it's everything in between. It's all about people. Property is a distant second in my mind, um, if you wanna if you wanna buy or sell houses. It's all about the people. Finding out what their problem is, finding out what they need, and trying to help solve that problem or give them a solution. Now you can't do that if you're relying too much on automation or you're relying too much on delegation or or you're outsourcing to, to computer systems and IT companies or it's too much rigid in the process. So in the main, you can have a really good system, a really good person, a really good people or good staff, and they will work absolutely hand in hand together. And that is the ultimate. But in reality, it doesn't really happen like that. It happens that either our processes aren't nailed on, or we don't have a, a fully motivated team and a, a really, really good member of staff, and that can demotivate the rest of the team or the process, or there's holes in it, that when people do follow it, it actually doesn't give us the result that we're looking for. It doesn't give us that best customer service. So when you have good people without good processes, it will work for a time. So great people will find ways around poor processes. However, over a time period, you know, there'll be no consistency. Um, issues, will, issues will occur. It will be demotivating for them. Because if you're not following the same system or you're not getting the same results and you're relying on people's initiative all the time, um, it's not going to last forever. And eventually, a blame culture will start to seep in. People are only good for a while without structure. We've said in previous podcasts what people crave, what they need is they need routine. A routine is a structure that people can follow on a day-to-day -day basis. Without that, people will slip into bad habits. We need to form good habits. And the processes or these procedures will form new habits that people will have to follow until either something better comes up or suggestions come up and then you can implement. And that, again, will form better processes or better procedures to follow. 
Good processes but poor people will lead to mistakes and issues. So again, if people aren't motivated enough or they haven't been trained and developed enough or, or to follow those procedures, then mistakes and issues, there's going to be fr- a frustration. You know, they think they're doing a good job. They're, um, they're, f- they're following the process as best as what they think is, is, is well enough and is good enough, but you're not getting the results. That's going to lead to demotivation. So the answer isn't people or process. It's a combination of both. If you truly want to say which is which is better process or, or great process or great people, again, I'm not going to get off this fence. It is, has to be um, a combination of the both. Yes, I agree that this business is a people business, but I don't know a single good, well-oiled, run business that doesn't have good systems. But then again, I don't know a really, really good estate agency that doesn't have good staff. So it is a combination of both. You might fall down a little bit more on the uh, the people side, or you may fall down a little bit on the process side. But to me, the answer is both. They've got to work in use. Once again, thanks very much for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Leadership Review.